Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello and welcome to the show this week. Yay! We have some people in the audience. Thank you so much for joining us live. Now, whether you're here in the audience with me or you're listening someplace live stream, perhaps maybe on YouTube or Facebook or any of those wonderful places, it's great to spend the next little bit with you. Super excited to have you here. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. We are on the amazing platform, Inspired Choices Network. So uh, super grateful for everyone who can make this part of my day. This is what, this is one of my favorite things to do. And can you believe it? Um, in April was a year. So my goodness, I can't, it's hard to believe time is going by that fast. And I remember saying to uh, Christine, who's the CEO of Inspired Choices Network, that I wasn't really sure if I had enough to share every week for an entire year. And after the first show, Christine said, so Ranchal, that was enough content for short four shows. And I was like, oh, and so but that's kind of what I do. I show up and, you know, I have this great connection to divine source energy uh, who guides me on what I should choose for the week and then who's here with us. So your guides are here and my guides are here. and We're going to hang out with you and share uh, what I want to talk about today, which is about wearing masks. Now, before I introduce the show, uh, I will introduce myself formally. My name is Ranchelle. And you know what? Um, I'm so excited to have you uh, your beautiful soul here tuning in. And so I always ask a question of people of what if I told you there's a universe designed business plan that's uniquely tailored for you? Many of you, especially the conscious entrepreneurs among us, have been on a quest. Uh, I can relate to that tirelessly chasing the dream of creating a thriving business and a balanced life. But what if the secret isn't more work but a shift in perspective. I asked myself that many times around my journey because I have an aversion to working hard and grew up with parents who believe in hard work equals success. So you can imagine the dilemma in my life with them. Uh, as a business intuitive coach, I bring a potent blend of spirituality, science, and strategic thinking to the entrepreneurial table. But here's the quicker. I believe... No, I actually know within me that ease and flow are our natural state of being. You're not just connected to divine source energy. You are divine source energy. And it's about time that your business reflects that. You know, I've had the honor of working with countless women, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, energy workers, and even those in what I refer to as fiercely competitive businesses like um, financial planning, uh, mortgage brokers, real estate brokers, insurance brokers. And many of them, perhaps like some of you, have felt the strain of traditional business teachings that champion the old patriarchal way of striving and achieving. 
And I think it's time to break away from that. And so that's one of the things I love about the show and being here with you is um, unfolding maybe a different way to look at success. So I often share divinely channeled messages uh, tailored to your entrepreneurial journey. Um, the show, the weekly show is similar to what I do in a morning mindset class that I have, um, which is um, all channeled. So here I'm divinely inspired, divinely challenged, but my morning is just a little bit different. And, you know, what I want to share with you is perhaps you're like me, where you're tired of investing time and money into systems that don't resonate with your soul's purpose, or you're ready for what I refer to some epic transformational mic drop moments. And this is what I want to impart with you uh, and to be on a journey with you. So let's stick around. And let's create a, not just a successful business narrative, but I'll share some of my personal stories with you. And the intention is for you to uh, connect with me, to find out that there is a way to thrive in true alignment with the universe. And I would love to be your guide in that. And so um, at the end of the show or during the show, if you feel connected, reach out. I'm easy to find on all of the social media challenge, uh, channels. And so you can just Google me, look for me on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram. Uh, it's easy, at Ranchelle, R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E. Now, enough about me. Let's talk about today. I really want to share with you, we're gonna talk about masks. And, you know, we've all had these moments where, you know, we certainly have turned, um, you know, our pain into, into wearing masks. For me, there was a lot, right? Uh, and I'm not talking about, of course, the physical one. I'm talking about the mental one, the emotional one, the spiritual one. And, you know, my own journey has taken me through different roles, some that even have impacted my own, uh, my own health. I remember being called intimidating a lot. And I really wasn't comfortable with this because my mom, who is a very powerful woman, um, when I was growing up was called intimidating and people had different words along with intimidating. And so I started wearing masks at a very young age to um, ensure that I dimmed my light so that I wasn't intimidating to people. But the funny thing is people still found me intimidating. <laughs> so the masks didn't really do what I had wanted them to do. And so although our masks might protect us temporarily, they really hinder us from opening ourselves to the glorious beings that we are. And so I want to um, share some personal stories with you. I want to maybe share some, uh, some things that you may or may not know about what kind of masks we wear or why we wear them um, or even... You know, when I talk about, I talk about there's there's a, a traumatic moment and trauma for everyone is is different. It doesn't have to be like an earth shattering. Oh, my goodness moment, um, like something horrific, like an accident or a horrific illness. Trauma can be just something that you experience that's traumatic for you. And so, you know, I think one of the things that we think is that something horrible has had to happen to us in order for us to experience the trauma and then consequently wear the masks. And so that's really what I want to focus on today is, you know, thinking, having you 
not spend a lot of time in your past because there's um, not necessarily a lot of benefit to you going back to that, but maybe looking at your life from the 30,000 level foot and find out when you decided to take on a role in, in your life or take on a mask in your life. And it can be often it's um, some of our first moments between the age of zero to seven when we're the most susceptible uh, to, to beliefs, both empowering beliefs and limiting beliefs. And I refer to this as the conditioning. And we receive conditioning from our parents. And our parents also receive conditioning from their parents and their parents from their parents and so forth and so forth. A lot of times it's not intentional, right? You and I talk a lot about my childhood and, um, and have no ill regard towards my parents. My parents really did the best that they could with what they had, right? They learned, you know, um, from some of their trauma, they learned their beliefs from their family, and it was passed on and passed on and passed on. So what do I mean? I, you know, I'm, I'll actually dive right in, and it was a story of my own. And when I was six years old, I ran away from home and my uh, sister was being born. My mom was going to the hospital and I really wasn't open to having a sister. Right. And so I remember running away at to the place that I was going to stay at. And my mom um, afterwards shared with me, she knew that I would come home, like that the family would eventually return me home. And, but my dad was really upset and came to pick me up. And when I got home after, you know, um, I asked him, you know, I'm afraid, you know, I don't want to come home. I don't, I don't want to spanking. I don't want to get punished. My dad said I wouldn't. And then when I got home. I did in fact get punished. And so that moment for me was trauma. Was my dad a horrible person? No, not at all. He was doing what he thought was right. He was doing what how you parent children. They don't behave. And so there has to be a consequence. And for him, running away was a behavior that wasn't acceptable. I mean, now I can look at it and being empathic in nature, I can go back and think, you know, um, where I ran away to was his partner, his business partner. And so it must have been horrible for him, horrifying for him to have me run away and, you know, have my, and now I can see my parents were concerned. They had a fear that maybe they weren't being the best parents. And so they made decisions and choices from that. I, mean, I didn't know that at the time. And in fact, it took a lot of soul searching, a lot of digging as I opened myself up to those possibilities. But the, the limiting the belief, the lesson, the belief it wasn't a lesson, but the belief that I encountered that time was that men can't be trusted. People of authority can't be trusted. So that particular event shaped my future until I was able to unpack it and, and, and uncover it and see it for the truth of what it was. But in that moment of time, right, I started to develop the mask of dimming myself. Don't be so much, Ranchel. I'm curious by nature. I see things. I ask lots of questions. And so I can't imagine at that time, I'm so different from my mom and dad trying to parent a child that asked why about everything. Why do you do that? Why is the, why is the sky blue? Why is that person limping? Why, why, why? 
I had this natural curiosity. So this mask that I started to develop from an incident in childhood was to um, keep me safe and secure, right? And that's what, that's like, we'll have masks like that all through our lifetime. So mine was, don't be too much, right? Don't show up fully. And I was six when I realized that I was being too much or felt like I was being too much for my parents at a very young age, right? So the learning from that, that the limiting belief, right, was I can't trust people of authority. I can't trust men. People say things and do something completely different, which is trust, but there's also that whole entire action to it right? That it's not good to be embarrassed. I'm sure at, um, even at that age, I felt the embarrassment or humiliation that my family would have felt because I'm empathic in nature. And so then I would have developed different roles around that. Don't do things to embarrass your family. Behave, fit into the box, right? Have a label and fit into that particular label. So when you think about, and again, I don't want you to go in back into your past to, to re-experience an event that was maybe traumatic. But if you think about the different ways that you show up in different places and the masks that you might actually have, for example, the dimming your light mask, right? Are you afraid that people will see how powerful you are, how brilliant you are? And, and, and if you're doing that, how is it affecting you in your day-to-day -day life? How is it affecting you in your relationships, right? How is it affecting you um, in other places? Right? And it will carry, it will carry through. You might even be able to think of an incident in this present day of you like, ooh, I'm totally wearing that mask. Mask of the guilt or shame, right? Yeah, someone in our audience is saying she also had the don't, you know, embarrass the family awareness because I am different. Like both of my parents, I believe, uh, I believe that everyone's intuitive. Um, I believe that my father is uh, empathic in nature, right? He senses things, you know, I'm sure that my mom and I haven't had that conversation. So I can't say that I can't project that onto her. But certainly at a young age, you know, learning um, to behave, right? And the, the funny thing is, as for all the years that I tried to have this square peg fit into the round hole, it never worked. And the more I tried to jam myself into it, the more unhealthy I became uh, physically, mentally, emotionally the more um, lack of self-confidence, lack of self-esteem, right, that I had as well. All right, we're going to go to our first break. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. Again, whether you're here live um, or you're listening afterwards, I so much appreciate your energy being here with me. My name is Ranchelle. We're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle on Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? 
Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Excited to have you here. So we're talking about why, uh, we're, we're not why we're wearing masks, although I'm going to talk about why we wear masks, but wearing masks and how that can be developed at a very young age. And really, I think the most, um, my point of view is the biggest reason we do that is for protection, right? Is to, uh, for protection and security. Our brains are wired. I, I, you know, our like our amygdala is actually wired for protection, for safety and security. And so when we experience something that feels traumatic to us, it doesn't matter if it was traumatic, you know, in someone else's point of view, but feels traumatic for us. We then will go into this fight, flight, fear, fawn stage. And part of what can happen, especially if we are experiencing this thing, this emotion, this worry, this doubt, this fear on a regular basis, we start to develop a mask. And I talked about the mask um, at an early age. I um, became aware that I was different. It was a sense that I was different than my family and that I felt like I didn't belong. Now, that's not on my parents. Not once did my parents ever tell me that I didn't fit in and that I didn't belong. But I moved into a role of a black sheep, a role, and we're going to talk about roles in this uh, today as well, of the rebel. And then I started wearing masks for protection and security. So people couldn't really see the real me because I wasn't comfortable with the real me. And it, was it due to a circumstance, um, a, an experience as a child? Yes. Is it? Will it always be that way? I'm the people that I've talked to have said yes, like, you know, when I work with my clients, but your experience might be different. And so one of the things that I talk lots about is when you're listening to a program like mine, check in with yourself. Has that been your experience? You might be wearing a mask, but not have had an experience. It doesn't make your mask less maskish. <laughs> so couldn't think of a better word, less maskish at all. So protection and security is certainly one. We might actually wear something, a mask for emotional ex expression, right? So meaning um, 
we might not feel like we belong in the culture that we belong. So we'll put on a mask or we want to explore different cultures that maybe aren't truly us. And so we might wear a mask as well for that. And so I refer to when I start wearing those kind of masks, the role that I'm playing is the chameleon, right? So do you have the chameleon role? What does that look like? <clears throat> a chameleon has the um, ability to go into any given situation, uh, uh, any given room and start to blend. So there's the mask, the, the masking and blending <laughs> the bl and blend fit in with everyone. And so I really noticed this when I was waitressing and in my 20s, I waitressed in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at a bar called The Pat. And it was the coolest bar because during the day, um, you know, it would have a certain amount of clientele. And then we would have like little biking bikers, biker gangs come in. And then at night, we had, at, like just before like cocktail hour, we had businessmen come in. And then at night on the weekends, we had students from the university come in. So there is this wide range of, of people, wide range of cultures that came in. And I always fit in. So I can, I can fit in with the bikers. I can fit in with the lawyers. I could fit in with the students. I'm a chameleon. And I mean, there's some great advantages to being a chameleon because wherever you go, you can find your place and space you can fit in. The shadow side of the chameleon, though, is that you never really fit in or you feel like you never really fit in because you can fit in everywhere. I had huge identity, not crisis, but self-identity in who am I? Because I could be anywhere, um, be anything, anywhere at any time. Now, as I grew older and started doing some investigating, um, you know, part of being a child of an alcoholic, my dad sobered up when I was 14, but what I started to learn through Alateen and afterwards and in, in, in different classes, psychology classes, was that part of being the chameleon, so this is still a mask, it's a role, but the mask, right, is, is blending, wearing the mask of blending, making sure you blend in, don't stand out. And so that particular role, um, children of alcoholics are really good at being chameleons because you're never really sure who you're going to wake up to in your family, right? And so you really do want to kind of sink back into the background. Don't make any noise. Don't, don't uh, rock the boat, right? And that's, that's difficult for me personally because my personality, so if, I, if you've ever um, looked into human design, so uh, I'm in human design and I'm a reflector, and so just one less than 1% of the world is a reflector. What that means in a short period of time is I reflect back to people who they are and what they do. So I kind of rock the boat just by being me. So can imagine, you know, I, I, as a young person, um, and maybe you have some of this as well, chameleoning all over, making sure I tried to fit in, never feeling like I really fit in and trying not to rock the boat, but my mere presence rocks the boat. Just by me showing up, the boat is rocked. And right, and so now I know that I'm like, okay, chances are the boat's gonna be rocked and it's okay. But, but the mask that I tried to have forever and ever was, right, 
that for protection, dim, dim my light, blend in, don't stand out. But you know what? I'm like 5'10". <laughs> I have really wide shoulders. My uh, uh, my arms, you know, are almost as big or if not bigger than a lot of men's, right? I'm I'm a big girl. And so I can't really not stand out, right? But I did, I tried. I started to dress, to blend, to, to dim my lights. So that's the emotional expression mask, right? That is for protection and security. And the role was chameleon, right? That's, that's what I was trying. Now, at different times, um, I would put on different, different masks. Like, so the mask that I might have with being a student was like the hip mask. I'm oh so cool, right? But I'm, and I'm going to dress really different because I'm oh so cool. So for you, think about different times, like points of like high school, um, if you were in secondary school, different jobs you've had where you tried to fit in and you wore the cultural mask where you were working or where you were going to school. And how did that affect you? What short-term, I don't know, these damage is actually the word that I've been giving, what short-term damage or long-term damage did you experience or are you experiencing currently because you're trying you're trying to fit in because of protection and security again we're designed like we are wired to be safe so there's nothing wrong with you you're not broken you're not fucked up you don't need fixing again it's just this awareness piece how masks will you know um, come into your world for example self presentation or impression management? Have you ever put on a different mask or face to get a job? Right? And then you go and you get the job because they hired that person. And then they find out that you're actually not that person, right? That happened to me in my 20s. Would I be like, oh, yes, you know, everyone wants detail-oriented people. And so I would put that, I'm detail-oriented. Now, I'm not really detail-oriented. I'm detail-oriented in my way. I have, right, I have a neurodivergent brain, so I can be detail-oriented. I'm a chameleon, so if I show up, and I'm a reflector in human design, so if I show up and as I work with different people, I will start to mm, mimic, I will start to mimic who they are. So if they're detail-oriented, I'll become detail-oriented. If they have a poor attitude, I have to be careful because I might develop this poor attitude as well. That's not just, um, I think, selected to reflectors in human design. I think all of us, when we show up someplace and we're not truly who we are, when we pretend we have a mask, and then, we, and we, then all of a sudden we have to wear that mask all of the time. And it gets exhausting. I believe sometimes that burnout is caused because not only are you in that proving energy, but because you're wearing a mask, you're trying to show up as someone who you're not, right? It's okay. I have an aversion to hard work. I 100% do. I can work longer, long hours if I have good sleep and I eat healthy. But I can't do it for years anymore. When I had the Curves franchises, I did that for years. I was wearing a mask of trying to prove myself, right? 
trying to be something that I wasn't. And then that in the end, that mask led to burnout, to chronic adrenal fatigue, right? It was, it was awful and I couldn't keep it up. And so in the end, because I couldn't wear that mask long-term, I ended up disappointing people. People were disappointed. Now, those of you who've been in my, in my world for a while, you know that you actually can't disappoint people. That's their pile of poo and not your pile of poo. So roll with me when I say that I disappointed. Really, what happened was people were disappointed because I presented to be something that I wasn't. And that's what instilled the disappointment. And so for you, think about some of the masks maybe that you've recently taken off and how freeing that is like free to be you. It's a Kermit the Frog where that said, I'm free to breathe green. <laughs> I think that's from the Muppets. I think, I think that's a thing. I'll have to look it up after, right? Uh, uh, free to be green. Wouldn't that be cool if we could all be free to be green, right? And we didn't, yeah, um, we didn't meet, we didn't not match their expectations, but we set it up for them to expect that, right? So in these, these masks, whether it's for coping, whether it's for self-presentation or impression management, right? Whatever it is, and they're not, again, I don't want you to think it's bad or you're wrong. I believe that all of us wear masks at different times. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we, we need to. A mask of like self-confidence right? If I'm not feeling confident in the thing, I can't wait for confidence to come to me and then do the thing. I might put a mask of self-confidence on, right? When I was younger, my mom used to say, fake it till you make it. I'm sure that's what she meant. But what I interpreted that was to pretend I was somebody that I was not. <laughs> I don't think she meant that. I think she meant Pretend you're confident, feel confident, like, right, be confident, even though you're not fake confidence until you feel confidence. But because of who I am, because of my limiting beliefs, because of my personality, because of my core wounds and my core fears, because of the trauma, I interpreted that to be someone you're not because who you are sucks. And my mother did not mean that. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't. And mom, if you're listening and you did, well, don't tell me that you did, right? But that's the thing. So we'll hear things like that and we interpret it based on our core wounds and our core fears. And then it turns into something that it probably wasn't meant to. All right, let's go to our next break. Thank you again for joining. If you're just tuning in, don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back after this next commercial break. My name is Ranchelle. We're on Inspired Choices Network, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? 
Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So if you've been listening, we've been talking about masks um, and why we wear them and maybe some of the things that have happened. And now we're going to talk a little bit, a couple more pieces of the rules that we have, why we wear them. And then I'm going to dive into what do you do with the masks? How, how do you let go of the masks and what that step is? If any of this resonates with you so far, I, I'm going to encourage you to connect with me. Um, my email, rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. I'm easy to find on social media, at Ranshell on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, at Ranshell Van Bryce uh, on Facebook. And so I do encourage you because, you know, letting go of my masks and showing up in my full self has been a game changer. And I find that Almost monthly, I have this opportunity to like peel another wet layer away of the masks that I've worn because I wore them for so long. And some of them I didn't even realize I was uh, wearing or still wearing. And one that I work on on a constant basis is dim my damn light mask, right? Uh, a fear of being too much for people because I want people to like me. And I've accepted that I want people to like me. And so that's when that will come up where I'm like, okay, if I say this, you know, or if I do this, will I step on people's toes? I collaborate with some incredible women, um, Candice McKim and Samantha Kalau, and we have a Clarity Conference connection. We actually have our summit hosted here on Ignite Your Success or on uh, Inspired Choices Network, pardon me. And I, um, these are two incredible women, very powerful women as well. And I'm, I'm, I am on a regular basis checking in to ensure that I don't dim myself because I'm afraid of hurting someone's feelings or offending or stepping on toes. So I know that's a mask that's really easy to put on my dim my light, right? Don't stand out too much. Don't make a scene ran shell mask. And so part of that is certainly being around people who want to fit in, right, who want to blend, who don't, um, who don't want to stand out, who don't want to make a scene. And that's my family. My family is very much don't rock the boat, don't make a scene. 
And so, and I'm very much, uh, no, ask for what you want. And if the boat gets rocked, so be it. And then there's also the other part of me. So here it's the polarity. There's the other part of me that's like, I don't want to hurt my family. I don't want my mom and dad to be offended. I don't want my mom and dad to be embarrassed. And so there's different times, even now as an adult, right? My parents are mid, uh, mid, mid 70s, pardon me, I'm mid 50s. And if we're around and I have questions because I want to understand, there are times where my mom or dad will say, it's okay, Ranch, I'll just let it go. Now, out of respect for my parents, I'll let it go. However, I am aware that I'm not going into a place of dimming my light so that my mom and dad are comfortable, but rather respecting my parents' wishes. Now, that's a really fine line, or it is for me. And so if you're finding yourself in different situations, pause, contemplate, reflect on the reason, the purpose, the intent behind your behavior, uh, the intent behind your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, so that you can unpack and unfold and then decide what does that look like. So sometimes we have masks of emotional expression, right? Meaning we're um, wanting to conceal our true feelings. And my first recollection of this is uh, I left home when I was 16 and I was in biology class. I remember this almost as if it was yesterday. It was a few years ago, right? <laughs> a few years ago. And the biology teacher wanted to know why I was missing the night, the day before I missed class. And I had said it was because I was sick. And he um, had said in front of the class, you need a, you need a note. And I said, I, um, I don't have a note. And he said, well, if you don't have a note, Ranchel, then you have to leave class. Like you, you have to have a note. And I was like, I can't get a note. And no one um, in school, uh, only one friend knew that I had left home. And I had been, I had probably been on my own for about a month. And the teacher made this really big deal about it. And I was so embarrassed. So rather um, than, or I guess not rather than, but because I was embarrassed, I stood up the role of the rebel, ripped a piece of paper, signed a note that said Ramshaw was missing due to illness and signed it and gave it to him and said, I left home a fucking month ago. I don't have a note for you, right? And so I was um, short, right? I was um, on the verge of rude. I was this like uh, rebel, like this is not bothering me. I'm so cool kind of thing. And it was to mask this emotion of feeling so vulnerable and being afraid because I had left home, couldn't see my way out of going back home, wasn't sure what was going to happen to my future because I was supposed to go to university, but that didn't look like that was going to happen. And so that like, I don't give a shit attitude mask started around the age of 16. What you say can't bother me, that whole like mm -mm -mm attitude. That was the mask that I wore throughout high school. Oh yeah, I'm so cool because I'm on my own. Yeah, not. <laughs> I didn't feel cool at all. I was scared, right? Um, I wasn't homeless. I had a. I was living someplace. I had a place to live. I worked um, at the hotel that my mom and dad owned, which was crazy, right? That I worked for my parents, who I wasn't um, living with anymore. But I. So I brought that mask of, oh, I'm so cool as a rebel at, a, at 
the age of 16. And I wore that throughout university and throughout my first marriage until my first marriage ended. And then I started to see how that attitude, right? It was a mask, but it was an attitude wasn't really serving me because it wasn't the truth. I didn't feel oh so cool. I felt like a big fat woof, right? I couldn't like that I that I had left home. I wasn't at home. And that wasn't common at my and, and that was the 1986. Um, that wasn't common in 1986 for people to, to not live at home, right? And I lived in a small town in Saskatchewan. So it felt like I'm not sure everyone knew. It felt like everyone knew. I'm sure everyone didn't know, right? But that's, we will do that. We'll have this emotional mask, masking how we truly feel because we're, um, we're, we're in a place of vulnerability. How many times have you actually worn that emotional mask when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to sex, um, right? All of us, I think, as having this conversation with someone uh, today, at our core, I, be I believe my personal point of view is that we all have some sort of concern around abandonment, um, rejection, um, not being loved, so unlovable, not being loved enough, not being enough. But we all have that to some sort of level. And so I was having this conversation with a friend of mine today around the sexuality piece and how, you know, society has certain norms that men and women are supposed to partake in. We're supposed to show up a certain way, either out of the bedroom or in the bedroom. And if we don't have that, it, it, um, then our response, right? How, how we respond to a situation. So if we're being vulnerable, so an example would be, right? So uh, a woman goes to, you know, make a move on her husband, wants to make love, husband's too tired, right? Women often are like, what? <laughs> I can't believe this. And we question, right? Is it because I have like, you know, belly fat? Is it because my thighs are jiggling? Is it cellulite? Is it because I don't have makeup on? Is it because I'm in, like we go through this like laundry list of reasons why our spouses may not want to make love to us, right? And so it's the, that mask. So then we can, if we're not careful, what mask are you bringing up? Oh, it's no big deal, right? Or is it like, you know, are you willing to have that open conversation of, oh my goodness, like that just stresses me out. Can we talk about this, right? Where men face that on a regular basis or so my male friends tell, tell me, right? That they, they face rejection at a very early age, right? First girl that they all asked out, most of them said, the girl said no. Right. So it's these societal norms that we're supposed to fit in, these boxes that we're supposed to fit in. And then if we don't fit in them, if we step out of what the norm is, what mask do you end up wearing? Or, or maybe none at all. That would be the emotional mask. What role maybe do you play when that happens? Right. So some of the roles that we can um, that we will take on as part of the mask, or maybe just even roles without the mask. It's kind of like, um, I'm just going to do that either or, is there's the chameleon, which I talked about. There's the performer, right? The one who's like always putting on a performance to mask their true emotions or thoughts. 
the people pleaser. Any of you people pleasers, right? Prioritizing someone else's needs over your others. That would be me, right? The protector. Have you ever moved into, you know, concealing your uh, vulnerabilities to shield yourself from potential harm? Right. So you're like, you've got that shield. So protecting of yourself, like I don't give a shit, rebel, right, too, but also to protect others. The escapist, right? So using distractions or avoidance techniques to divert attention. Um, or we talk about um, the enigma, right? So the intentionality, culting an aura, an era, an aura of mystery or ambiguity, or ambiguity, sorry, sorry, right? I would say I really took on that role right when in um the end of high school when I was on my own like this very mysterious like um and a, and a huge shield of protection around me so that people couldn't see really how much physical mental emotional pain that I was in by being um on my own at such a young age now the cool thing is we can look at this we're going to talk about this after the, after our next break, is there is a reason why everything happens for us. So I have this saying, nothing happens to us, everything happens for us. When I was growing up, my mom and dad used to say everything happens for a reason, right? So your masks and the roles that you took on were there for a reason. And so rather than condemning them, what I want to share with you is the opportunity for you to have gratitude. You know, you placed those masks and those roles in your life for protection for a reason. And as you unfold and maybe even write down all the masks that you've carried or carry currently, all the roles that you carried or carry currently, and look at each one of them and just say, thank you so much for serving and protecting me. And then you can make the decision if they're still, you still need them. Are they still serving and protecting you? Or are they like my mask of dim your damn light ranchelle mask? <laughs> right? Does does not serve me at all. And so, but you can look at each and every role and mask, thank it for being there, and then make the decision whether or not it's serving you or not. Awesome. We're going to talk about more tips and techniques about how to unmask yourself after this next break. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. My name is Ranchelle, and you're on the show, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? changed the way you look at it would you feel differently about yourself and your journey tuning in to ignite your success with business intuitive coach ranchel van bryce you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently join ranchel wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m eastern 4 p.m central 3 p.m mountain 2 p.m pacific Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the last 
segment of the show. If you're just joining now, stay with me. Um, we're going to do a, a quick recap here. You can always go back and listen to it afterwards. For those of you who are still on, hang in there, hang in there. So we're going to talk about, um, as you're aware of the roles that you've been playing, the mask that you, the masks that you've been wearing, um, and I believe that we have one or two masks that we've worn from an early age on um, and that we still may have them. Like I showed, I shared with you my dim your damn light ranchal mask uh, that I'm aware of and that I'm, I'm on a, I'll say constantly, that's not true, regularly checking in to ensure that I don't, uh, that I don't wear that mask. So how do I do that? I actually ask myself on a regular basis if I'm facing something that feels like stuck energy or things maybe aren't going quote unquote my way, or I'm feeling off, uh, I'm feeling a lower density energy. If I'm experiencing worry or doubt or fear, one of my first questions always is, is this mine? Because as an empath and a reflector, a lot of times that's not even mine. So that's the first thing. So first things first. The second question though, if it does belong to me, is I check in and I ask, am I wearing any masks? And I, I will, my body will share with me yes or no. Now all of this, um, I believe all of us have this ability to tap into this. If this is new information to you and you don't know how to tap into your body for answers, uh, get a hold of me, right? And, and I'm happy to have a conversation of what that looks like. So I tap into my body and I ask my body uh, if I'm wearing a mask. If my body says yes, the first thing I ask is it my, you know, uh, dim your damn light mask, right? And I would say 80% of the time, it's that, it's that mask. The rest for me, the masks that I wear are as the protector mask right, is to protect myself against my, with my feelings or protecting my feelings if I feel vulnerable with somebody in my life, if I'm worried about being hurt, if I'm worried about being disappointed, I will wear that protector mask. And so then I ask what role it is that I might be playing with that mask. So my roles often are the people pleaser, right? I'm the rebel. Uh, I didn't talk about the black sheep when I listed off some of that. The black sheep, right? Um, that role comes up a lot. Uh, you know, that, that, that energy comes around a lot. And so then I simply, just like you can simply make a new decision because a belief is just a decision with evidence. I can simply make a new decision uh, to peel off the mask, to remove the mask. But with that, there is this opportunity to contemplate what benefit does the mask give me by wearing it? I put the mask on for a reason. I put it on for protection. So, so part of what I think the missing step is for people who are wearing masks is they don't ask what benefit am I experiencing by wearing this mask? So my, my dim your damn light mask benefits me because if I wear that, then I'm, I'm taking less, I'll say risks, 
right, in my business, in my life. I'm, um, it's easier for me to procrastinate, right, or to self-sabotage if I'm wearing the dim your damn light mask, Ranchelle. And so when I remove that, right, when I figuratively and literally and energetically, like I will energetically remove my mask, when I do that, there is a feeling of vulnerability. And so what's required then of me is to be okay with feeling vulnerable, be okay with stepping out and maybe doing something that someone's going to not like what I do or saying something that someone's going to not like what I say or stepping on toes of people that I love and respect and admire or having to explain myself to people, which I don't like to do. Right. So there is a reason why we all wear our masks. The challenge is, is to unpack, to peel the layers away of the benefit. Now, I, um, if you've been listening to me before, I don't ask why. I think why is a big mindfuck question because why asks your brain and your brain has to answer. And often the answer is because like y'all suck, right? It's like, why are you doing that? Because you suck. <laughs> why, why are you saying that? Because I suck. So I don't, I don't personally ask very often why questions of my clients or of myself. But I will ask, what is the truth in this? right? What am I avoiding or resisting being, doing, or having by wearing my, right, hide your damn self mask? What am I afraid of about being vulnerable? What could possibly happen if I show up as my full, like, shine bright self? What am I most afraid of if I do that? And it allows me then, I'm a huge journaler, to really ponder what that could look like. I understand psychologically the reasons for the masking and the reasons for the roles, but just because I understand it doesn't mean I have to accept it. Meaning I can ask, well, then what else is possible? I think that's the biggest question. What else is possible? If you know you're showing up in a way that is no longer serving you, you don't have to know why. That's irrelevant. The best question, in my opinion, is then what else is possible? Who am I willing to be? You know, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to have in order for me to remove the masks so that I can show up in my brilliant self? Great question. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.